The following is a Just Green production brought to you by the Might Be News Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a very special episode of Might Be Brews. My name is John. As always, my buddy Steve, what's up? We gotta say happy birthday, Mr. John. Happy birthday, John. Thank you. you. Happy birthday, John. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Who's that? Who was that? Who was that? We've got a very special guest in the house from the Might Be News show on MBNnetwork.com. Co-host Kev, what's up, Kev? What up, guys? Co-host Kev, we meet again. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a bitch. As always, I'd like to refer to you as the RZA of MBN Network, my brother, Taylor Cooper. What's up, everybody? What's up, dude? I don't know what to say next. It's your birthday. It's my birthday. birthday. I I had some beers, a little bit of whiskey, and uh, I'm ready to rock and roll. Uh, let's go through the um, the social media stuff. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Might Be Brews. Make sure you follow the network at Might Be News 247. And all of the links to all of the shows are on MBNnetwork.com. Yeah, you can go you can go everywhere. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Stitcher, SoundCloud. More, more coming soon, according to CJ, our technical director at the network. What else is there? Uh, apparently, like Pandora does it now. Uh, there's a couple other things that I don't know. I People didn't know Pandora had podcasts. I guess they just started it. Maybe we're gonna get you know in there before the getting's good. Yeah. Right on the front line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, let's get right into it. Let's crack a beer. And um, start getting into topics. So, Steve, you uh, we're going to crack yours first. What did you bring today? Sounds good. We were talking about it on a previous episode. I saw them at Total Wine in Delaware, so I picked one up. Uh, Guinness Stout Aged in Bullet Bourbon Barrels. Nice. So, I don't know if this has a nitro pour to it. I want to check it out. Yeah, we'll have to see. You know, um, I guess I'm jumping a little bit ahead on these topics, but since we're talking about these collabs... Did you see the Wawa beer collab that was just announced? I saw that, and my wife is a huge Wawa coffee drinker and yep. not a beer drinker. So I told her I'd have to get it to her anyway, make her drink it because she's all Wawa up. Yeah, my wife's worked for Wawa for, um, I don't know, 16 years or so. So uh, we're obviously a, a big Wawa household. I think that's a cool thing to, to bring in Wawa and mix them up with beer. I know Wawa's are trying to get some beer in them. We just drove past Turkey Hill tonight trying to get into the beer game. Yeah, they got them too. So um, it looks like it's going to be a collab between Wawa and 2SP Brewing out of Delaware County. Um, What's interesting is that they're brewing this specifically with the Winter Reserve uh, Wawa coffee, um, which is going to be a coffee stout, but they're brewing it um, not with just regular Wawa regular. It's going to be the Winter Blend coffee. Does the does the winter blend have any spices to it? Is it cinnamony? Is it? I'm not sure. Uh, I haven't had it, but it says here in the article that uh, it, the profile includes notes of sweet clover, dark chocolate, and graham graham crackers. 
So we'll see. Well, but let's, uh, let's get tasting this. Yeah. Uh, cheers, everybody. The cheers. Bourbon. First birthday beer. All night. right. Yo, cheers, it's, Coach it's, Kev. It's, cheers. Not, it's not John's first Did, beer. Smelling it. Smelling it. What do you get right away? What do you think? I get whiskey. I get, I get, I get whiskey. bourbon. Yeah. I get whiskey. I whiskey bourbon sw- right away. Whiskey, but you know, I thought chocolate right away. Yeah. It's it doesn't have that like burn like I I just had a little bit of whiskey over there, so um. You know, it doesn't burn like that, but I'm actually surprised how much I'm getting off the nose. <laughs> and, and just a reminder, if we've got any first time listeners, uh, myself, John, co-host Steve, we are, um, I don't know, more experienced beer nerds and uh, Taylor and Kevin here tonight really do not have any beer experience. So they're kind of here to give that, um, you know, that, that, that dummy steak. vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. We'll call it, we'll call it that's, novice. That's perfect. Yeah, dummy. <laughs> I like the dummy vibe idea. I'm, I'm with that. Dude, it, it, it straight up, straight up tastes like watered down whiskey. Kev, like when I when he just took the first sip, I just watched him the whole time and he just looked like he ate like a, a warhead, like a sour warhead. Like, <laughs> it tastes like watered down whiskey to me. It's definitely it heavy on the whiskey. Yeah. You know, I, I like this. It's not bad. Yeah, you know, I'm a I'm whiskey actually, drinker, though. I like whiskey, so I, that's pretty good. You know, for the stouts that we've been drinking lately, I know, I know right where you're going. This is a bit thin to me. But, Definitely thin. I think that might be why I like it. Yeah, but but it's good. I I'm surprised the the flavor going on here. It's 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 thin, but it's still balanced and and uh and flavorful enough. I'm still getting like all the um. The, the chocolate, the the uh, the stout, the 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 bourbon, it's it's all coming through nice and even, and, and I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. I don't I get- remember the last time I had regular Guinness, but I don't know how much regular Guinness I'm getting from this. I feel like regular Guinness had a smokiness to it that I don't get as much out of this. But yeah, it's no. been a long time since I had a Guinness. Yeah, I like it. It's thinner than than Guinness is to me. If it feels like it. What's the ABV? Did you say that? I did not say that. And it is 10%. Wow. That's surprised that it's 10%. Wow. I would have for, guessed for, lower. For being that thin, I mean, but, but like I said, I'm I'm really surprised how much flavor's in that thing. That's that's really good. It's got uh I definitely get chocolate, you know, on the back end. Yeah. Hey, I want to clear something up. Last episode um, I brought up East Branch, and my wife even said it to me. She was like, "You dropped the ball. You didn't have it prepared. Like what beers you had there." And I was like, "Oh, I had a stout. I had a double IPA. They were really good." But when I went back and listened to it, I was like, "I feel like I kind of did them a disservice." So I just want to um, give East Branch a quick shout out. And uh, when I was there last time, the double IPA I had was Runoff, and the um, the stout I had was Black Horse, an American stout. Both were outstanding beers, but I kind of feel bad that like I didn't have any of that stuff ready and, and couldn't bring it up quick enough. But um, after that, we went pretty much right into Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving, Steve? It was a good time. Uh, we do it at my house. I had about 12 people over. Oh, wow. I took care of the turkey. I took care of the stuffing. Mm-hmm. We make the holiday soup, which is like an Italian wedding soup. Oh, um, nice. And had uh, we had a great you have time. soup with Thanksgiving dinner. Just a little starter. <laughs> it's a little starter for real. Absolutely blown away. Yeah. Huh? What? It's if uh, a lot of Italian households you'll see will have this soup at uh, at Thanksgiving time, at Christmas time, 
lot of different i i hear see a head shaking over there yes um <laughs> soup it's it's you know what italian wedding soup is yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's a, my version of that my family's version I how say. do you feel about potato bacon soup i'm fine with it yeah that's <laughs> my favorite i got no beef with it it's not my that's grandmother's my holiday soup recipe but. so um what beers did you have did you get anything? Crack anything special for the holiday? I had a triple seesaw, the uh, Trillium yep. Goza, which was mm-hmm. really good. Um, I I cracked that right before dinner, so yeah. I kind of had that at the start of dinner. Uh, it was definitely fruity, so I felt like it kind of it, it wasn't wine like. Sure, it has definitely some wine notes to it. Yep, um, with the sourness of the of the goes. Um, and then I had a celebration ale, the one we were talking about yeah. uh, on the ride over here. Yep. Um, to me, nice. it's a little maltier than I remember, but it still was a good compliment to the meal. Uh, and that's it. I really didn't drink too heavy on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, me either. I um, what did I have? So somebody somebody gave me a Boris the Spider Russian Imperial Stout. One of the uh, it's, I think it's from like Spider Brewing that I'm gonna drop the ball again and not be prepared on that one. But um. You know, Nathan got it in a beer of the month club and gave it to me. So I wasn't really expecting much and it was really good actually. Nathan um, is our brother yeah, who Nathan's down my for brother. Yep. And um and then after that I had a uh I think I cracked a CBS. Nice. So nothing too crazy. And I, I the other beer I had was a Matilda a Goose Island uh pale ale that has a Brett in it. Nice. Which uh which I thought was really tasty. Yeah. You know, do you do you guys ever like like so going with the beer from the start off from the night you're enjoying a beer you're enjoying the taste you're enjoying everything about the beer you ever get like halfway three quarters through the night and you just start pounding them you don't even care what they taste like or are you do you move on to like miller light at that point i don't keep any miller light in the house (laughs) if i were to go to your house and you said yo steve you want a beer i got miller light i would say absolutely and i would crack a beer and i would enjoy it with you but i don't keep it at my house i would rather have four of different beers that i enjoy than have eight miller lights okay just me personally okay that's interesting because i think an example i have of that is i don't usually keep that stuff around but like when we go to Chuck's, yeah, to jam, I expect Budweiser there. There's always Budweiser there. Always Budweiser, and I look forward to having a Budweiser at Chuck's. Yeah. So it, you know, it's one of those things that it. You know, I'm never gonna um, like trash talk a beer, I guess, unless like it's like I think it's disgusting. But there's nothing wrong with like a regular uh, beer. Or, you know, drink what you enjoy. It's kind of a, 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 a beer that I have recently discovered at the end of summer, and I absolutely love it. And I've never been on the beer game at all, and victory beers have always just grossed me out. But I absolutely am infatuated with Sour Monkey. Fucking that is a love it. Great beer. It's a really I good love beer. that beer. I love it. You're infatuated with it. <laughs> yeah, I love that they're doing different things with their base beers because you can get the. They have the Sour Monkey. Yep. They have the Sour Monkey Remix, which was the white wine barrel version. So they put Sour Monkey in white wine barrels. How much does that make it taste different? You get a little bit of the barrel taste to it. You get a little bit of the wine taste to it. It's definitely going to taste different. Okay. I, the good thing to do would be try and get one of each and try them side by side. Yeah. 
Um, Dude, two sour monkeys back to back would yeah. have you feeling real nice. Well, you can real split nice. them up, have some friends <laughs> over, you know. Uh, my favorite thing that they did with Golden Monkey was in the rum barrels. Did you have oh, any of no, that? No, I didn't. So they, it was a really limited release. I think they only let you buy two bottles. Mm-hmm. And I think Victory messed up. They put Golden Monkey in a rum barrel and just called it Golden Monkey and Rum Barrel. How did they not call it Pirate Monkey? Oh, that's such a good name. Yeah. And they could have taken it. <laughs> and, and, and there was no label on it. They had like a little hanging card. But they should have just had the regular logo and yeah. put an eye patch over that yeah. freaking monkey. And it would have been bananas looking i would have bought a shirt yeah no kidding (laughs) but i uh i bought two bottles and i cracked one last year at an eagles game we went to the niners game last year Mm -hmm. i cracked one in the parking lot my cousin loves regular golden monkey okay i cracked that and it was fabulous wow and then our boy scott brought one to poker in February of this year, March yeah. of this year. And so it had an, another six months on it yep. and it was even better. Wow. So I'm really excited to try the one that's in my basement at some point. Yeah. That was actually a candidate of, I was thinking about bringing on, uh, on Saturday. Yeah. As well. I got a, too many. That's I'd, I'd like to try that. That's interesting. I think victory should hire you for their, uh, marketing department. At least for that one beer. Yeah. That's I, incredible. I, I had that one. <laughs> so speaking of, um, a victory, on Wednesday before Black Friday, Victory calls it Dark Wednesday. We met up at the Victory in Downingtown and uh, for the JavaCast release. It was a good time. It was good, awesome. Good time. I love the, the the crew of guys. Um, you know, obviously you, your brother was really cool. Uh, Scotty, um, who else was there? Dave, Dave, Russ, all those Sean. guys. Awesome crew. Such um, that's the thing I love about beer, man. Just getting together. Being in line waiting for victory to open and cracking a couple beers and everybody sharing stuff. That guy went out to his car and he brought you some like crazy. What was it? Other half. Um, other half and dancing gnome collab. Yeah. So so the victory re- releases at 10 o'clock. Yep. We got there at about nine o'clock. I think I got there. Mm-hmm. So I had two PM Dawn Vanillas in the car, which yep. is a little bit rare. Yeah, definitely not an easily accessible beer. And I right. crack them in line and we start sharing them and strangers. Hey, you guys want some of this? Try some of this here. And uh, we start talking with the other people when we were talking about IPAs. And I, I was talking about how I really like other half's IPAs. And this one guy that I never met before was like, oh, did you try any of the uh, Dancing Gnome? They're out in Pittsburgh. I said, no, I haven't tried any of them yet. I'd like to. Yeah. Goes out to his car. Grabs a collab, a can between other half and dancing gnome, and just gives it to me. Yeah. Here, have this. That's awesome. And then we have a um, a crowler from the answer. Yeah, was getting passed around the PM Dawns. It was awesome. Three scoops. I yep, think was the uh, the one we were having. Yep, not my personal favorite. A little too much coconut in there. I kinda yeah, get the uh, suntan kind of taste to it. It but. did taste like a uh, like a melted um, like I don't know what you would call that, like an uh an ice cone or something it is crazy how they get that much fruit flavor into those that series that they do so out of the victory java casks they had uh the regular java cask the java latte which they came out and gave us the little sample of java latte and that's another cool thing we're we're out there in line for an hour and a guy from victory just comes out there were 20 of us in line 30 of us in line at that time and he has just a tray of beer, you know, six ounce samples, maybe. Yeah. Just hands them out to everybody waiting in line. 
Really? Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. So when they came out and they, and they had the samples of the Java latte, I was um, really excited and I didn't know what to expect, but, <laughs> but I was thinking this is going to be a 14% version, you know, something in that range, a Java cask version. Yeah. And when I drank it, it was so thin, it was kind of milky. And I was like, it's okay, but, but I'm not really feeling it. And then we walked in and sat down. And I saw on the menu that it's actually a 7% milk stout. And it's that's what they were going for. They were going for a later version of Java Cask. Yeah. Because Java Cask is 14%. Oh, I guess, shit. I guess I knew what I was <laughs> expecting. And when that didn't hit, I was kind of disappointed. But then under context, I was like, hmm, this is actually pretty good. So I, I think we all pretty much got a flight. There was the Java Cask, the Java Latte, Java Cask Gold, and the Maple. So out of those, what was your favorite? I'm going maple. I'm going yep. maple all day. I enjoy a sweetness in stouts, maple, mm-hmm. vanilla. That's the kind of stuff that I like in my stouts. So the maple for me was was number one. The gold was good, but it was just so darn confusing. Yeah, it definitely look, was. And and not taste confusing, look versus taste confusing. Because yep. you're looking at this golden ale and tasting stout. Yeah. And it just really messed with your sensors, sensory. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing out of everything that I had. I was most impressed by the maple. But I had a Java cask, like a regular Java cask at home the other day. And, you know, out of the regular 16-ounce bottle or whatever it is, and was really impressed. I mean, it's, I, mean I, I just, I, it's, I love that beer, but I was just like, I, I might like it more than the vanilla. Just as is. It's just a, a perfect beer to me. I thought they did a really cool job putting that in 12-ounce bottles. Yeah. So I don't have to go crack a 22 ounce, 14 percent beer yep. if I want to have one. I can just have one. And I like done. that too, absolutely. And I have to point out, in case anybody checks out their food menu, that um, Carolina <laughs> Reaper sauce. Woo! I got I got chicken and waffles for for breakfast there, and it came with a Carolina um sir, like Carolina Reaper honey syrup or something like that. Holy shit, dude! I stuck my fork in it put it in my mouth and i was on fire wow Insane. instantly instantly wow. instantly oh it was pretty hot it was rough <laughs> well they had they had a special brunch menu and pretty much everybody but you got the enchiladas i was the weird one i i guess like everybody ordered enchiladas i'm like dude if i see chicken and waffles i'm in all day but the the enchiladas were hot too they had a hot sauce on them it was where, nowhere was it? near the carolina oh. reaper honey that you where you was this at at victory in parksburg uh, well yeah. that's that's why they they gave you that hot sauce to get you to buy more beer yeah. <laughs> maybe it's a, a marketing scheme we didn't realize we would have bought beer even if well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's had nothing to do with it had really nothing to do it yeah so talking uh black friday beers um i know i went out to um wegman's early and um got in line at 6 30 for a 7 a.m release there was only six or eight people ahead of me but it was like negative eight de- no no not negative but it was like regular like eight degrees outside it regardless chilly. it was cold as fuck i was freezing um dude i don't know it was just insane dude i, I was thinking about backing out i got really cold like Maybe they'll let me back in line if I go to my car and warm up a little bit. But um, all was good. We got it. I mean, it wasn't all that long, a half hour, whatever. But I was able to grab um, some regular, some 17, some orange, and some vanilla out of Wegmans. 
Um, I went out on Wednesday after victory. Uh, I had to go uh, get the kids from school. We did some flu shots, uh, got some lunch, picked up some stuff for Thanksgiving. And I said, I'm going to go pick up some uh, some lager, something uh, not too crazy for my relatives that were coming over. Yep. And I found the spot on Wednesday that I, I won't name, but they had vanilla and the coffee barley wine on Wednesday which shouldn't have been out until Friday. Yeah. But it helped me out. I will Yeah, absolutely. gladly uh give them some some bucks in the future. Yeah, absolutely. That that was awesome. I was uh I was excited to uh you send that message around to a handful of us and I think a lot of us went down there and grabbed some. I think you probably wiped them out. Yeah. <laughs> but it was cool. So now I got some vanilla, I got some of the coffee barley wine. Um I found some uh orange and some of the mm-hmm. wheat wine at Total Wine later in the week. Actually, that was this week. That was Monday. I yeah. went down there. Uh, so I got a little bit of everything. That's awesome. I also want to give a shout out to Dre over there. Do you know Dre at um, at Wegmans? I know who he is, but I don't think we've ever met. We've yeah. never like, shook hands and said hello. Just awesome. Just a fellow beer nerd. Um, but I think I think some guys were talking about him that a couple days earlier. So uh, when I ran into him and realized who he was, you know, introduced myself as just hey i'm a a fellow beer nerd and uh just wanted to say hi and he was super nice really cool so um i know he he took over the beer department there at the downingtown wegmans and uh so shout out to dre for all your help with that so now i want to say more importantly but how do we think these are going to trade well that's that's, i saw some people trading it and it blew my mind because i figured this is a national release Mm mm-hmm People can get it everywhere. And yeah, it's like limited, but we're still seeing it on the shelves. I went and grabbed another bottle or two out of Exton Beverage today, you know, um, almost a week later. So I was really surprised. I saw people trading of one vanilla bottle for $45, asking for $45 Ouch. on a shipping label. That's crazy. And then he ended up selling six bottles to somebody for $230. How much came can you out get to this 38, 33 a bottle? It's it's twenty two a bottle, twenty five a, do- a bottle, depending on where you see it. At. Unlimited releases, like like yeah. you're talking twenty two ounce bottles, or you're talking like they're somewhere they're like a seventeen point five ounce. It's a yeah. weird size, but yeah. I may not like the beer, but I could definitely make some money on it. <laughs> now we've got his attention. There is absolutely a market out there of people that are making money. Uh, especially traveling to get beer. They call them beer mules. So a guy might post on our, one of our uh, Facebook groups, hey, I'm going to drive up to Vermont. I can get you four packs of this, four packs of this. Normally, he'll buy it for 20 and he might sell it to us for 30 35 Happens all the time, every day. I, I'm not trying to make $10 here and $10 there. But I'll buy a $20, $20 bottle here and ship it to Nevada. <laughs> But he might buy six cases. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you add that up, I okay. mean, he's, he's taking a few hundred hours home easily. Okay. After gas and tolls. Yeah. So then later that day on that Black Friday, um, we, we both actually went out to the craft house. But it was funny because I walked in just, I, I first I thought they were closed. The parking lot was empty. Yeah. And I'm like, they're doing a Bourbon County you know, tapping like, like, you know, uh, um, I guess that's what you would call it. You know, a tapping, a tap takeover. Maybe they had a, a bunch of variants on. So, um, I go in and, and see that they are actually open. I go sit down and I ordered a, um, uh, a midnight orange bourbon County. 
And the bartender comes back with a full pint glass full of bourbon county Ooh. orange. And what's the ABV on that? 14. Yeah, like 14 something. Dude, that was a crazy pint. I kept trying to get Nathan, actually, my brother, to uh, to try to drink some of it. Because uh, he was just I, I just I just couldn't do it all. But I tried my best. I actually got a little five ounce pour of the vanilla also while I was there. But um, all that bourbon county made for a fun afternoon. Fifteen point two. Fifteen point two point two is the is the midnight orange. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I went down there for lunch as well. I started with the vanilla again. I like the sweet stout. Yeah. So vanilla was was my favorite of the bunch. But the midnight orange is really good got a really good orange flavor coming at you yeah i i was actually surprised i thought the vanilla was really hot um with the one what i had on tap i haven't had it out of the bottle yet the orange was fantastic i you mean hot loved it. like it was uh like real boozy and um you know it just it just that's really what it is it's just it just was very boozy tasting if you drink a shot of whiskey this was hot then it has a little heat to it but i didn't think it was as hot as some other beers that i've had yeah like if I'm if I'm calling it hot, it's like it's almost got like that alcohol the, the burn. nose and the burn oh, okay. of like okay. you know, straight liquor. Okay. Um. So usually that that's what's sometimes exciting to us as beer nerds is you have a beer that's you know the the higher ABVs of you know fourteen fifteen maybe higher and you drink it and it's hidden like you can't detect from the taste that there's that much booze in it like that's you know you usually I think pretty difficult to pull off. So it's but it's it's a neat thing to to come across a beer like that. I don't mean to bring it back to it, but would you say Sour Monkey does a good job at that? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no real burn to that at all. No. And one of the cool things is, and especially I think with the orange, if you have a bottle of that and you put it on a shelf for a year, that alcohol burn will kind of dissipate. Really, you, that hotness that I call it kind of fades away so it's not as hot after a year maybe even six months but uh, does the alcohol content get higher no it stays the same unless the only thing that's going to get the alcohol content to go up is if there's leftover yeast that's still alive Mm, in the bottle okay i just want to quick go over a couple other beers that i had um in in the last week or so um i don't know how this happens or or how it comes out but um I saw Pliny the Elder pop up around town, so I was able to um, pop over to the Poor House yep. in Exton, and they had it on tap. I had a couple of those. Um, we actually met up with the wife for a couple of drinks, which was nice. She grabbed a uh, Levante Tickle Parts, but the I love um, Tickle Parts. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, the um, Pliny dude, that's just a great beer. Just a really well balanced double ipa i just really liked it balance is the perfect word with that beer yep because you can taste everything and nothing at the same time yep you can take one sip and think you taste pine and and earthy kind of tones and then take another sip and you'll get tropical kind of uh flavors to it and then the next sip you'll get the malt and to me it just it's a real balance is is perfect yeah absolutely and i ran into another beer nerd buddy uh tom carver he, he was a regular at the uh the bottle shares. So I think he follows us at least online. So if you're listening, Tom, um, thank you for listening. And it was good seeing you the other day. The other thing is uh, this new trail brewery. Have you heard of them? I, uh, I have not. So I, I was up in Williamsport, um, you know, before Thanksgiving uh, with, with family and whatnot. 
and I ran into the Wegmans there and was looking for a local beer. And there was this new trail um, IPA right out of Williamsport. So I was really excited. It was really fresh. I was right there in town. I wanted something local. I had had Bullfrog Brewery before. So um, I grabbed the four pack, took it back to the hotel room, and I was really impressed. Um, I, the beer I had was Broken Heel. Um, but it's really nice. And then what's funny is I was excited to have it. I brought it back and, and, and had a couple here too at home. And now all of a sudden they're popping up in stores here. I saw them at Exton beverage today. Yeah. I saw the bottle room, um, posted them in one of their posts that they're getting it. So it's pretty exciting. Anybody who hasn't had it yet, it's new to our area. Look out for new trail brewing. Uh, broken heel was the one I had, but I think there's another one out there too. Maybe a, um, it might be a lager or a pilsner or something like that. And and that goes to speak for something I was talking about with some guys. You left the uh, craft house before I did. Um, mm-hmm. But I was talking with uh, Devin and Andy on the way out. Yeah. We're sitting at the bar. And the amount of good beer we get in this region is pretty ridiculous. It's amazing. That we can be here in Chester County. We're not in Center City. We're not at Monks. We're not at these high-end high end beer bars we're yep. in chester county we're going to the craft house we're going to the poor house and getting all this world-class stuff and yeah. this it's a great time to be a beer nerd in this area absolutely very very lucky well hey look let's take a break and uh, when we come back we'll crack another beer and uh, run through a couple more topics Hey, it's Taylor Cooper with co-host Kev here as well. Yo. Uh, just letting you know, why don't you listen to every fucking show on the Might Be News Network? <laughs> How about that? There's like fucking six of them when we feel like it. You know what I mean? Might, might Be News every Monday, Relatable Radio every Tuesday, Might Be Sports every Wednesday, every other Thursday we got Novak and Franz, and every other Friday we got Might Be Brews. Sometimes... We even do interviews, which will be on a show called Let's Talk About It. You can find it on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, every fucking thing. You talk too much. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Might Be Brews. As always, check us out on any podcast platform you can think of. Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud. And, And if you're listening and you're enjoying it. Do us a favor. Tell a friend. Get get one more listener. Yeah, if you could like or share it, if you're listening, you know, if you if you really do like it, yo, even if you don't like it, tell us. Share Say, it. hey, this sucks, but share it. We definitely like interacting on that kind of stuff. Yeah, drink better beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of better beer, we aired. We fucked up. We did not rate our first beer. We, we did, did not rate the Guinness. The Guinness Stout aged in the Bullet Bourbon barrels. There's still a swig in there. There's still a swig in there. I might have to take care of that. Yeah, go for it. Out of five? I'm going to give it a strong four. I think the reason... I think most times if I paired that against other beers, I might not go as high. But because it surprised me, um, I'm giving it a four. I'm giving it a strong four. I definitely thought it was solid. I'd go on 375. I would have liked it to be a little heftier in the mouthfeel. Yeah. But it's it, it, it'd be, that'd be an interesting one to see how it ages, too. See how those yeah. uh, flavors what happens play. There. What do you think, Taylor? I would give that a four. Nice. I'd give that a four. I liked it. I nice. liked it. Uh, again, I'm, I, I enjoy bourbon. So that's probably, you know, factored into my score here because it, 
it definitely goes in that direction. I like the flavor of it. It's it's like it, like we we're talking about. It's <clears throat> thin. It's kind of easier to, to handle. I feel like I could drink that bottle probably uh, with ease and not feel like disgusted by myself. And just it's really good. Yeah. Uh, Kev, what did you think? Four. I don't really like bourbon, and I also am not a fan of regular Guinness. So, like a point five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're honest. We, I, that's good. If it was handed to me and it was open type thing, I would feel obligated to drink it, and I definitely could drink it. But would I pull that out of the refrigerator? No way. It was not a zero. Yeah, that's true. Kev Great is also point. a notoriously low rater when it comes to rating. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this guy gets excited for Capri Sun, which everybody should. <laughs> What's the Capri Sun rating for tonight? Yeah. That's what we should really be talking about. What do we got here? Out wild five? Berry? Yeah, Kev, we got Wild Cherry tonight, which is a vibrant flavor compared to what we usually have here. <laughs> what do you think about it? At a five, yeah. I'd have to give it like a seven. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. I think I'm going to go Wild Cherry a few more times here in the near future. Future. We got to get somebody to make a Capri Sun collab. Bourbon barrel sort of- aged. Oh, Rum barrel aged. There you go. Oh Capri God. Sun. Dude, dude, there's like, a, there's like a, a Capri Sun IPA. I'd be all over that. Yeah, dude. We had a um a barrel aged twisted tea at one of the bottle shares. Uh, yeah, really? It was hype. Was it good? It was no, good. No, that was horrible. horrible. <laughs> all right. So check this out, Steve. You probably know the story. Let me see what your guys take is. There's hundreds of breweries that are all planning to make the exact same IPA. Edit, actually, there's now over a thousand breweries that will have already started and will brew the exact same IPA recipe. And call it different things? No. Everything, every single one will be called Resilience IPA. Okay. So what happened here is there's obviously these crazy wildfires happening out west. One in particular called the Campfire in California, yes, um, did not hurt Sierra Nevada's brewing facility, but was in their, their neck of the woods, their neighborhood. They actually closed at least a day. They might have closed a couple days when things got really hectic up there. I think you're right. So what was interesting is they wanted to brew a beer that they could then give the proceeds to people to help them come back from this wildfire in their neighborhood. In I think it's Butte County. Mm-hmm. Um so they started getting some feedback from other breweries that wanted to get involved and help and be a collab on this beer. And and I don't think I've ever seen anything like it before. Uh, not to the scale. No, no but, but now there's over a thousand breweries across the country that are all going to brew the same exact recipe, put, out, put the beer out with the same name and all over the entire country around the same time, people can enjoy this beer together and all of the proceeds will go to help um, the relief for the, uh, the campfire. Wow. How awesome is that? That's very cool. I thought co-host Dan was here for a second. Shit. That is a good news story. <laughs> right? It's like a, it's a true might be news, might be Bruce crossover event. Right? Wow. So I thought it was awesome. And um, I want to give a shout out to Sierra Nevada, obviously, for getting this thing rolling. And everybody else that's gotten involved. I just think it's really neat. And once again, it goes to prove the community that comes with craft beer is just second to none. And I did see in our local neck of the woods, La Cabra will be one of the breweries doing it. I just saw that this afternoon. Nice. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, no, I didn't. That's awesome. And uh, I really like La Cabra stuff. Everything I've had from them has been, been really good, really solid. I think I've only been to like one. I, I don't know. I've never been there, but I think I've had one or two beers from them. And they were at bottle shares. 
but I haven't actually been there myself. I almost did. The, the day we recorded last, when we had, we had all that snow, my wife got stuck in Berwyn. Her car was right out front of La Cabra. The van was stuck there. So I went to go get her, and I was like, do I just go in and grab yeah. a, a beer to go or something? I'll but, take you out of the snow in a couple. I got to go get a, yeah. <laughs> a four-pack. That was just a, a crazy day in itself. Um, the the food there is really good, and they actually yeah. had good uh, kids' menu. So you can bring the kids there. They had oh, grilled cheese, awesome. and they had all kinds of stuff, crowns and stuff. So it was that, a that's good a, spot to bring the family. That's a touchy subject. Kids and breweries. Oh, yeah. We could. There's there's people who are uh, yeah, into that. So, hey, I'm going to crack this next beer here. Um, I actually saw it at the beer store today and got excited because myself, I'm actually a big Half Acre fan. Mm-hmm. Now, early on, ooh, dripped a little bit <laughs> on the cables. Taylor don't like that. <laughs> so, um, Taylor mad. When I was early into craft beer, um, I remember Half Acre wasn't in our area, and right. a buddy and I heard that Daisy Cutter was at a, a a Philly bar or something like that, and we were down in the area, so we went down and grabbed it. And I loved it so much that I got excited every time I saw something else. And I tried everything. The Pony Pills. Um, Black Feather, the, yeah, uh, the dark the, IPA. Yep. I tried all of it, and I liked every single one. So now I get really excited every time they release a new beer in the area. Um, I always grab it. I always grab it. So anyway, this one is called Wand, I believe. W-A-N-D. It's a double IPA from Half Acre Brewing out of Chicago. And I'm going to uh, crack this bitch open. There you go. Dude, I'm getting sh- I'm getting shit everywhere. Wow, it's splashing. It's explosive. It's a cool can. I like the I like the colors. The of can it. is awesome looking. I'm handing you my glass instead of the, <laughs> like, the can. I'm not sure what's happening here. But um, I like all the colors and stuff. Looks pretty cool. Smells pretty good. The um, I, I asked the guy at Exton Beverage. I said, "Hey, what uh." What do you know about this? And he's like, hey, I like um, Half Acre 2, but I know nothing about it. I actually looked it up on their website and couldn't find anything. So I haven't tried to look it up yet, but they really didn't have anything to tell me or hadn't heard much about it. It just showed up on their shelves. It's a clear IPA. I haven't seen one of those in a little while. It's been a while, right? All right. Well, cheers again. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Birthday beer number two. All right. Let's do it. Two. Do you know why people cheers? Why is that? Why is that? So drinking involves sight, looking at it, taste, mm-hmm. smell, and texture by putting it in your mouth to involve the fifth scent. Cheers for sound. Wow. There it is. All five senses are now covered. Interesting. I like that. That's some next level shit from Kev. Kev, is that real? Yes. 100%. If you would have made that up on the spot, I would have been super impressed because you really brought it. It's literally like more work than you've ever done for our show. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Ever. It's the most insightful shit that you've ever said. (laughs) (laughs) He's got hidden gems. We just don't know it. In your life. (laughs) Just get him tanked every time. Wow. Might be news. (laughs) Let me me get another splash of that real quick. Really? Yeah. He he wants to uh, investigate further. I really like this. Yeah, this is really good. It's definitely a fruitier IPA. Do you get fruit from it, Kev? Do you? No. F- no. no. You just, what do you get? You get that hoppy. 
grassy notes, bitterness. Yeah, I guess it could, sweetness. Uh, you could say it tastes like grass. Bitter, bitter. Uh, yeah, I guess a little grassy, <laughs> but it's not bad. <laughs> I could drink that. Grass. I could drink that. See, I knew. I knew when I listened to that episode of Might Be News that you were on last year. Yeah. Where you brought the beers yep. and they were all oh, weirdo beers. <laughs> <laughs> you introduce them the right way yeah you'll bring get them. them along i don't know anybody that has been brought along slowly into craft beer that's not a craft beer fan no that's anybody that's it tried it and you know some people have tried it and tried something super strong and never gone back but if you try enough of them you're gonna find something that you like somewhere yeah. no, you that's think, good Taylor? that's good I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like the can better than the beer. <laughs> I, I do. You're, I think you're going to be like me. IPAs were really one of the last frontiers that I got into. Yeah. I think IPAs, IPA is my least favorite. Just flavor. I mean, just overall flavor. It's my least favorite. That was, that was the way I started out. I was into the Belgians, the wheats, the lagers, and uh, my, my buddy Dave said, drink IPAs for a week and I, I went on vacation and I that's all I drank for a week was different IPAs and I started to say well I kind of like that about that one or I don't like that about that one and and by the end of that week I was like let's get some IPAs let's get it going but when I'm at the beach I like to get hammered like I like <laughs> well, to get hammered and I really don't know how I feel about getting hammered off a $25 beer it's like well, the- dude you only have to have two of them though that's <laughs> Maybe one of them for you and me too, because I don't drink beer all like two that. of them is still fifty bucks. I can go get a fucking case of Miller Lite yeah, for twenty. <laughs> this this four pack was probably like somewhere around seventeen eighteen dollars. The four pack for, the four for four those cans. That's not bad. That's not so, that's not bad. You'll get wasted on the twenty dollar bottles. Are definitely not our normal. No, it's you know it, it's like a special thing. Like this time of year, it's, it's expected year. that we're gonna do you know around Thanksgiving, we're gonna grab some some nice stouts. A lot of people release stouts. Did you get uh get a hold of any Ralphius by chance? I didn't, and I really like the Ralphius. But even better than the Ralphius is I like the Ella better, which is the Belgian quad version that they do. Oh, that's uh, that's a really good beer, Dude. and they did all the different variants of that, which were really limited. But I really like to try. I do not have a lot of experience with Belgians, and I think you're going to have to help me out with that. I got a 2016 Kuvi von Kaiserblau, the that beer that the I one collect. That got, it was like, you're, okay, um, and I might have to bring that next time. You have a beer that's been sitting around for two years. Uh, no, I actually just bought it um, this week, and it was actually in the store like that. But in my cellar, I do have a cellar where I keep old beers. I have a beer from 2010. That you bought in 2010? That my neighbor bought in 2010. He gave it to me, and it was one of the beers that got me into craft beer. And you um, like it? And I, oh, it's a it's a fabulous beer. So why is it still sitting there and not consumed yet? So beers, like we were talking about, beers will change over a year, over two right. years. Okay. So I had this 2010. He bought a case. He gave me one. I threw it in the cell. He said, oh, we'll, we'll leave that for next year. Then the next year, we got a case, we split a case of 2011. So I drank the 2011. I had a couple of them. I put another one in the cellar. 2012, I didn't get any. But then 13, I got some. I'll throw one in the cellar. I'll usually buy two, drink one, throw one in the cellar. 
So I have every year of this beer from 2010 to 2017. Wow. Except uh, for, except for except 2012, for- which I was just told tonight that my good friend Scott has hooked a brother up and got me a 2012. So for any of you listening that know I've been looking for that beer, Scott has mission accomplished. So I now will have 2010 all the way through 2017. And awesome. you'll never drink them. Uh, I No, I'll definitely drink them at some point. Uh, my, we were just talking about this on the way over. I think once I get to 10 years, once I get 2010 through 2019, He's going to pour them all into a beer bong and do it. That's the last time I did a beer bong. I don't know. We're going to have to bring that back for might be brews. Probably since you uh, got into craft beer. <laughs> since right. you've been pouring $25 beers. <laughs> but I, but that's, you know, what, what, uh, and that's a good question for the audience too. get back at us. If you have a lot of verticals of something, they call that a vertical. Uh, most people, you can do a three-year, you can do a two-year vertical, uh, trying them side by side to taste the difference of the different years. When I extend my beer bong, I call that a vertical. There you go. <laughs> Get like the zingers. Yeah, was, really? What are you doing? He's on it. He's on it tonight. I feel like the last time I did a beer bong, it was like senior week. <laughs> and oh. I think somebody had a two-story one. I, th- I feel like I remember a deck being involved. Oh, with no way. Wow. I want to say the last time I did it was Frank Peary. With uh, with with a beer and a shot of rum or something like that, nice. he just tossed in there and then threw it up there quick. Frank Pierre. I remember my uh, my buddy Fish doing one at a uh, at a uh, at senior week, and I think he tried to do three Mickey's. Ooh, and they came up like five minutes later. Yeah, <laughs> and I just remember him screaming from the bathroom, "They're still cold! Oh, <laughs> they're still cold!" Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think the best I have for a vert right now, because um, I'm still kind of new to the game, I got a 16, 17, 18 uh, Bourbon County. And I think I've got a 16, 17, 18. Well, I don't have a regular Java cask, but I think I've got a regular 16, a 17 rye. And then I've got this new 18 series. So, but, you know, like I was talking about earlier, I thought the vanilla Bourbon County this year was real hot. I'm really looking forward to sitting on it. I think it's going to age well. It's going to age well. Absolutely. All right. Before we forget, let's uh, let's rate this thing. Uh, half acre wand, uh, double IPA. Steve, what did you think? I, I think it's a solid uh, double IPA. It, it harkens back. It's it's not the cloudy New England style, but uh, I'm going to give it a solid four. Very good. Very good. You know, I think I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm going to give it a four. I really like half acre beers. And this is a really good beer, but I, I don't know. I guess it's like there's just something missing that I feel like I usually get out of a half acre that gets me giddy and excited that I'm not getting with this one. I don't know what it is, but I like it. It's solid. It's a great IPA, double IPA, full flavor. I enjoy it, but nothing's uh, nothing's blowing me away. Let's get, let's get over to our novice here, Kev. What do you what do you think about I- this guy? really enjoyed that beer i'm not as far as i knew i was not an ipa drinker i don't like really hoppy beer it kind of really grosses me out but that i didn't find to be too hoppy and i could definitely drink it i would i would give it a three that's a big improvement from 0.5 yeah it is what do you think taylor i give it eh. A point five. <laughs> no, I'll give it a soft two. Soft two. Soft two. Yeah, soft two. <laughs> as soon as you said grassy, I was like, yeah, that's it. 
I felt like I mowed my gr- the grass with my <laughs> teeth. <laughs> like it was just like gross to me. But at the same time, as we were saying, like I I don't really don't like IPAs. I feel like that was kind of light. Like it wasn't like it it didn't punch me in the face with that grassiness. It was semi refreshing. Yeah, I'd never drink it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was pretty good. Um, so I want to talk about one of our local favorite breweries, uh, Root Down. Uh, a couple things. One is I saw that they're opening. I, I don't really understand it exactly, but it, they're, they're calling it the Root Down Garage Bar at the Epicurean Garage. Have you been to the Epicurean in no, Chester Springs? I have not. And I, I, I saw this on here and I, I have no idea what this is. So they made a Facebook page. They announced it. And what I'm assuming is that they're kind of taking over the bar area, maybe of this place where they're going to be serving maybe exclusively root down beers. I couldn't really find, I I really searched and I couldn't find a distinctive description of what was actually happening, but it seems like they're going to be pouring um, root down beers, which is nice for us because that's about half the distance. It's definitely probably even more than that. Yeah. It's, It's a little bit too much of a hike for me to make it up to Phoenixville regularly. I work out of Phoenixville uh, somewhat frequently. I was actually up there today and um, would have loved to go to Root Down, but they don't open till four. Yeah. So I really couldn't make it happen. But uh, I did stop by recently to the bottle room and grabbed a Crowler of Bine, which is the uh, Great American Beer Fest gold medal winning American IPA. And, um, you know, it had been a while since I drank it. Uh, one thing that was really neat is they gave me a sweet, uh crowler koozie that 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 was a cool looking that was awesome i really like that but the beer itself was is really really good i was actually surprised i i made a little note actually when i drank when i had it when i drank the beer i was surprised that it seemed that everything had a strong flavor throughout the whole process it was very strong bitterness up front the malt came through strong there was a lot of flavor that came through individually to me and uh I, I just thought overall it was a really great beer i was talking to a friend of mine john who is actually studying to be a bcg uh beer judge wow for the uh for the beer different competitions like the great american beer festival okay and we were talking about buying specifically and he said that beer just hits it hits the marks for the descriptions of the beers you, okay, when you read yeah. through the the style guidelines that it hits those to a T and that's the kind of thing that they're looking for in, in competitions. That's interesting. Did he elaborate at all on what it takes, what kind of training you have to do? I, I going to ask him about that cause I'd be interested in it. Yeah. Um, he went through his, he does a lot of homebrew and he does a homebrew homebrew club and a bunch of them went and did the certification. I want to say it was at least a couple hundred bucks to go through the certification, but it's almost like a, a course. He had to go study. He talked about going to East Branch and trying different beers and writing down tasting notes and appearance notes and and wow, it's it's a little bit of work. Yeah, well, that'd be awesome. I'd I'd like to look into that myself. I kind of feel like a novice here trying to to review these things, but um, that's really interesting. That's really really cool. He's got a really cool setup in his basement. He's got a a freezer uh converted into a kegerator he's got uh enough for four tap handles but he only has three in right now so he's got three different beers on tap in his basement wow he had a uh, belgian table beer 
he had an Oktoberfest, which he was calling his Novemberfest because it was a little bit later. <laughs> nice. And um, and he had a really good New England style lager. Huh. So it's it had that IPA, it had the cloudiness, but yep. it also had the crispness of a lager on the back end. It was a really interesting beer. Nice. That's awesome. And he, he homebrewed it all. He homebrewed it all. That's awesome. Well, another thing I saw last week, uh, which was kind of a shocker to me, the answer did their first can release. Uh, the answer out of uh, Richmond, Virginia. Um, on November 24th, they did 400 cans of a beer called I Have Nipples, Greg. I have <laughs> nipples, Greg. Do you want to milk me? <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was a, a vanilla imperial milk stout. There's somebody that hasn't seen that movie that's like, what just happened what there? The what are fuck? those guys talking yeah. <laughs> about? The movie line. Yeah. But um, I guess I was kind of surprised by that. That's why I added it to the list here. Uh, you know, I'm always seeing uh, the answer being muled up here. You know, it, it's around a lot um, from, from friends that, that are bringing it around. But I guess it never occurred to me that they don't actually do can releases. It's all no. crowlers that it's, I've been It's seeing. all crowlers. And I've really enjoyed their stouts. Any kind of stout that yeah. I've gotten from them is just excellent. So this one, like I said, vanilla imperial milk stout. The notes they said are uh, it's a thick, super silky, soft imperial stout with subtle vanilla and chocolate notes. Twenty eight bucks for a four pack. In search of if anybody's uh yeah right <laughs> absolutely, but uh, shout out to the answer man good good stuff guy you guys are doing your first can release um that's probably a real big deal to you in the uh, the brewing world so very cool. Uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about was this. Um, I put out a Facebook poll. So to give it a little bit of context, on Thanksgiving, I cracked open a bottle of CBS, and it wasn't the first beer of the night. I had had a stout earlier, and I did not finish the bottle. So we were wrapping up for dinner, getting ready to go home, and I corked the bottle. And come Saturday, I put a, uh, a big pork shoulder on the smoker. And I'm starting to get some things ready, and I see that bottle in the fridge, and I crack it open, and I take a sip of it, and it's gone flat. It's lost a little bit of its uh, of its characters. So I thought to myself, I'm going to try to cook something with it. And I put together a, um, I, I looked up some recipe ideas, and I threw together a uh, a barbecue sauce to go with the, uh, with, the with the pork. Which, uh, which year did you crack? 2018, 2017? Yeah, it was the latest one, the 2018. Um, so what I was curious of is how do people feel about that? I've got a, I only used about a cup of it, but it was a good $25 bottle of beer that I used to cook. Now I, I've, I've talked to people about this before and some people say there's no such thing as extra CBS. You know, it's, there's no such thing. You, you drink that whole beer, uh, or whatever it may be. So I put it out there. I said, listen, is that a violation? Do you need to drink it all? Is it only for drinking? Or can you get creative with some fancy beers and cook? But, you know, what, what, do, you, what do you think, Steve? My, my initial thoughts are you paid for it. You do whatever the heck you want with it. Yeah. And, and I think that's a good use for beer to try and get into different uh, cooking applications to get those flavors going throughout everything else. How, how was the barbecue sauce? I thought it was fantastic. Did you have some of it? I did, and I liked it a lot. You know, I, I, the recipe that I was working off of called for some soy sauce, and it ended up having, like, a, an unexpected Asian flair to it. 
Okay. It had some sriracha in it, some some soy sauce, but CBS, and I was really impressed. My wife especially was just blown away, like how how good she thought it was that it was like this really like um, tangy, spicy, whatever you want to call it, um, sauce. But but you could still get those uh, those bourbon notes in there a bit. Yeah, I th- I would think that would lend itself really well to to a barbecue sauce. I've never made barbecue sauce myself, but uh, it's something I I would definitely look into trying. Yeah, so I put it out there online. I said, "Hey, look is, is is it a violation? Is is this beer for drinking only? Beers like this for drinking only, or is it cool to do what you want with it?" Eighty seven percent of people said, "You do you, boo boo." Wow, just do your thing. You paid for like you like you said, you paid for the beer. Just do it. <laughs> you do you, boo boo. Yep. And then thirteen percent or so. How many? Um, thirteen percent. I don't know how many that was exactly, but uh, there was definitely a few people that, uh, let me see, there was there was 68 votes total. If you voted, I appreciate you. Nine people said, that's for drinking only. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> do what I want. Straight up. I mean, why not? If you, like, like Steve said, if you bought it, do whatever you want with it. As long as you drank some of it. This is America. Yeah, if you wouldn't have drank any of it and just threw it in some sauce, I might have said you got to try. It. I enjoyed. I actually shared seventy five percent of that bottle with somebody fresh around Thanksgiving. Got a lot of enjoyment out of it, and you know that's what I felt was the best way to uh, to take care of what was left. Um, another thing here that I saw going back to Victory, I was really surprised to see this. They've got this event that happens, I guess, somewhat frequently called taste off tuesdays have you seen this have you been to one i have seen it i have not been to one i think it's got to be something that we put on the agenda and i think they actually do it on the same night they do a quizzo oh yeah which would be a fun time i think we should do it so it's really interesting that they've got a um that they do flights of beers that they're testing some of their newest beers and it's five dollars for the flight and that's a great price for a flight. Absolutely. What's a flight? A flight's like a bunch of like, you know, what's mini it, five glass. or six oh, ounce? Okay. Yeah, mini glasses. Usually they bring you four or five of them at a time. Victory, I think, does five. I think it's five four ounce pours. Yeah. So it's basically a 20 ounce beer, just yep. five different five flavors. Bucks. Drink it or sink it time? I think that's we do drink, drink it or it. sink it. Um, today, for Taylor, I brought a dogfish head namaste white Belgian style wit beer. All right. Now, you're a fan of this beer, right? I do like this beer. I do like the spiciness to it. You're good. I think it's 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 going to be a good gateway. Um, uh, Allagash White might be something that you might have had that would be something a little similar to this um, that you could compare it to. It, it's been a while since I've had it, but when I had it, I did not like it. I got it in a mixed pack, and it was just something that's been sitting in my fridge. I am not a fan. So, Kev, uh, if you're not familiar with what this segment is, this is them. I'm familiar. Okay. This is Convert Taylor. All right. I've smelled it. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it. I see the head. It's got a nice head to it. I'm going to taste it for the mouthfeel. I got to hear it. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> That's all I'm going to th- ever think about now when I, whenever I cheer somebody is, is I got to listen to this beer. <laughs> but I also listen to the can crack too, so there's that 
that sound well, the, audio. The cheers isn't from beer. The cheers is actually from wine. Yeah. That's where the cheers the, originated. The cork. From. Oh, God, you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just, um, I'm not going to say anything. I want, I want to hear what Taylor's got to say about it. Um, it's okay. I like the front end. Like the the initial crispness of it is good. I don't like the aftertaste. That's a big one for me. The it's, aftertaste on this kills, and there's a lot of spice to it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of a lot of that pepper or coriander going on. That's just like see, that's the me. part I like the best. Kind of tastes like, like fall. It kind of tastes like fall to me. It's like it's like spices. Yeah, it's a it's a sink it from me. Yeah, I'm not oh. a big fan. Is it? It's a sink it. Oh. F. I got no aftertaste. I just got orangey, citrusy deliciousness. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was like good. It? It's a drink it, it from was you? good, you yeah. Drink it or sink it? Absolutely drink that. Very good. So, you know something that we haven't really... How about Steve? Steve? Well, I'm Oops, drinking sorry. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The drink it or sink it isn't really... No, it's not, for, <laughs> yeah. it's not for you guys. Yeah, no. It's for the novices. You really didn't like that? No, I don't like it at all. That's good. I think I think there's there's Belgians, wit beers, whatever it is. There's something going on in them that that uh, it's that yeast taste that you don't. Yeah, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out ways to get you around that, but yeah, I but I think I think you understand it. it but man, I, I'm just not a fan at all. Yeah, I don't like the end, the end of that. Sorry, right, but yeah, but, but yeah, we got we got one drink it. Yeah, yeah I dig it. Yeah, so. Now that you had three, so not just the drink it or sink it beer, but you've had three beers here tonight. What was your favorite out of the three? The first one, the Guinness. The Guinness was your favorite? Yeah. Very interesting. Out of the three. Awesome. Good good job tonight, guys. Thanks, man. Great job. Thank you. Hey, everybody that's uh, that's listening, thank you very much. Please like and share our post. Uh, give us some comments, some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Give us some ideas for future uh, future episodes. Uh, we'd love to know what you're thinking. Um, Steve, thank you so much. Appreciate everything. Awesome. Great job. Thank you Great to job. co-host Kev for joining yeah. us. Dude, I got, I got introduced to two more beers that I'll actually go out and drink now. Two out of three ain't bad, as yeah. Meatloaf said. And you were very productive. <laughs> and you were very productive. He, was. he had zingers. He had stories. Yeah. If you come oh. over here for my B News and suck ass like you usually do, I'm going to be frustrated with you. <laughs> I'm going to do it on purpose. I think, <laughs> I think you should have a late review just to piss him the hell off. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's, what my, that's probably going to be my late review this week is your performance here tonight. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So tune in for that shit. <laughs> Uh, but no, happy birthday, John. Thanks, happy man. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you next time. Thanks.